Hello everyone and welcome to the Better Watch Horror Podcast. I'm your host Patrick. And I'm Celeste. And as always we are here to share our love of everything horror. And true crime. Last podcast of the year. You're excited. <laughs> I'm excited, but this movie, I love this movie, but it also makes me uncontrollably sob. Yeah, like, again, we're continuing on the Christmas celebration, but not a happy Christmas this time. Not no. in this case. No. So we're talking about Silent Night from 2021. And One that yeah. I had no idea about until you picked it up at JB Hi-Fi. One of my good picks. <laughs> Very good pick. I know reading online, a lot of people like there's an issue with the pacing, there's an issue with this, there's an issue with that, and everyone's entitled to their opinion, and my opinion is that you're wrong. (laughs) I think the pacing is perfectly fine in this movie, especially for the subject matter that it tackles. Yeah, and I mean, and it's only, what, an hour and a half? Yeah, just over, just under. So, I mean, perfect, like, runtime of a movie. This movie... It's depressing and a, like a trigger warning, not a trigger warning, maybe just like a if you, general consensus um, that we will be talking about suicide and today. death. And death. So, and also if COVID is a trigger for you. Yeah, this came in during the hype of COVID. So it, it's got a lot of COVID-y kind of themes, I guess, yeah. that we'll get into. So it's just a warning now. That we will be talking about that. And if you're not comfortable with that, that's okay. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Which will be next year. Yeah. Or the many other plethora of episodes that we have already released. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's plenty of those. But yeah, this movie is about a group of friends, a couple of families, like just a good group of friends that come around to a house for Christmas dinner and everything seems normal, everything seems fine until we figure out that something that's going to end the world is going to happen and they have to make a difficult choice. Yeah, whether to take this pill to stop them from suffering a horrible death Mm. or don't take the pill and suffer a horrible death. Yeah. But we'll get more into it. Exactly. Um, star-studded cast as Ooh, well. yeah. Very big cast. And it's the biggest cast list that we have because everyone is so important in this film. Yeah. Like, the whole cast, they were in it the whole time. Yeah. So, it was directed and written by Camille Griffin, which, fun fact, her three sons are in this film. Yeah, which I thought is, like, it is so cool. One might be uh, very familiar if you've watched Jojo Rabbit, which is a great movie if you haven't seen it. That's a good movie. So this stars Kira Knightley as Nell. I love Kira Knightley. Matthew Good as Simon. Roman Griffin Davis as Art. Annabelle Wallace as Sandra. Another well-known name, Lily Rose Depp as Sophie. Uh, I'll butcher that next (laughs) name because we were having... Talks about this name and I was like, oh, is it pronounced how it sounds or is it something different? I think it's Sope Dirisu. Because there was like that apostrophe on the E. The accent. Yeah, the accent. I don't know. I'm not smart like that. (laughs) Again, apologies for any background noise. We had to have Lotus in for the last podcast of the year. She'll just be scratching and (laughs) rolling around in her bed. Yep. (laughs) As she usually does. Uh, another person in this movie, Kirby, didn't come with the last name. She is Alice. 
Lily, uh, sorry, Lucy Punch as Bella, Rufus Jones as Tony, Davida McKenzie as Kitty, Hardy Griffin Davis as Hardy, Gilby Griffin Davis as Thomas, Trudy Styler as Nicole. Ooh, I will butcher that last name. Holly Aird Thank as you. Susie. And Dora Davis as Danny, which I think Danny you only say once. I'm pretty sure that's the grandmother. I think so, yeah. That's still very relevant to this film, mm-hmm. and we will tell you why. And it grossed worldwide just over 438000 Again, a movie that just came out in the peak of COVID, so probably not the best of times <laughs> to release a film, but but do we got to? it is what it is, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I love how this movie blends comedy and horror. Yeah, it, it is one of those films and we'll probably talk about it again later because we talked about it when we were watching it again to write the notes but it's one of those ones where and I've spoken about this before but I always somehow put myself in the movies so I can feel it I guess oh and this this is one where I wish I didn't yeah because I feel a lot of feelings and I remember after the first time watching this I had one of like the worst nightmares I've ever had where I woke up like sobbing and like you couldn't even like console me because I just couldn't stop crying. Yeah. So this this movie, as much as I love it, it hits me really hard. And I really don't, I don't, I don't know why. Mm. Well, I guess we'll tell <laughs> you why. I'm sure if you have seen it, they people probably feel the same as you do. Like I know I yeah. do. As, as much as I like this movie and I'll watch it again, doesn't help the fact that I feel so depressed after watching it. Yeah. But it's just a, for what, again, for what the subject matter is, this is such a good movie. Yeah, exactly. And I think Camille did a great job. 100%. And was this her de- directorial debut? Yeah, first ever movie. And she killed it. Yeah. And cool to have her three sons. Yeah. I always like that. Especially the three main boys as well. Yeah. They're in the main family. Yeah. Well, let's uh, get started, shall we? Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it. Go, so go watch it. Because we're about to talk about the whole thing. Yeah. Go, re- go watch it. You ready? Yes. You can start. This is your favorite film. <laughs> so I'll let you start it off. So the opening of this film is a beautiful looking property and a beautiful house. It's like a 12 acre Farmhouse looking thing. It is beautiful. Dream house, I reckon. (laughs) And Nell is getting ready for what looks like a Christmas get together. So she's doing her makeup and she's looking at this photo that she's got on her vanity of this group of friends and she's smiling and reminiscing about the times from, I'm assuming, the previous year. Yeah, and while this is happening, we are seeing these friends driving to the house. Yeah. With a lot of like little hints to. Like what's to come, what's to come, especially Sandra. Yeah. How she calls James her Prince Charming yeah. and Tony thinks it's him. Yeah. It's so weird. And also can't have Christmas without Michael Bublé. Oh, a bit of Michael Bubble. I love it. Love it. And so all of these friends, as they're driving up, they're all listening to the same song and singing along. Even if they hate it, they end up singing along because you've got to put your Christmas sweater on. Yeah. Like my elf hat I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I was wondering why you were wearing it. It's Christmas. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing it. And so while Nell's getting ready, we see a young boy. He's 
cutting up veggies. And I was like, what a good kid. He's helping out his parents, helping get the dinner ready. And he accidentally cuts himself while his dad, Simon, is trying to wrangle the chickens in the backyard and a chicken flies at the window Mm. and it startles Art. Because before we know it's the end of the world, uh, the parents gave, so what Nell and Simon gave their kids the permission to swear. Yeah. So there is a lot of F-bombs dropped in this film and I absolutely love it because it did make the fuckometer. Yeah, but it also like most of the time they used it when it made sense, but mm. then other times they were using it just to use it because they could. And I was like, that is 100% how kids swear when they're allowed to swear. Mm. They just go for it. Because it's not like another Christmas movie we know where there's just... Oh, yeah. What was it? Fucks like 400 and... It's close to 400. 400 and some I'm bullshit. I'm still struggling to find a movie that will uh, <laughs> contest it. The closest we got was Blair Witch and that was 200 odd still behind it. Yeah. And so while, you know, Nell comes downstairs, she's trying to finish up dinner, she realises she doesn't have enough potatoes for everyone to have a lot of potatoes. Yeah. And then she yells at her other two twin boys, Hardy and what's his name? Thomas, Hardy and Thomas, because they need to go have a bath because they've been playing on the PlayStation. And I love the response <laughs> they both have. Like Simon and Nell, every time Art tells them, they're, they're like, like, bastards. Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. I was like, now I know how my parents felt. <laughs> and so while they're in the bath, the first family show up. So this is Tony, Sandra, and their daughter, Kitty, who is a bitch. Oh, yeah, she's stuck up. 100%. Like, she is spoiled rich and gets whatever she wants and, and she walks in on the boys getting out of the bath. It's kind of like that, like, mother-like daughter because Sandra's the same stuck-up. Yeah. Like, rich bitch as well. Yeah. And so Kitty walks in on the two boys getting out of the bath mm. and they're naked, of course. Yeah. And so she looks and they tell her to F off. Yeah. And then she gets upset and she's like, but I want to watch. So then Art comes along and he's like, Kitty, F off. And then she goes all sad and runs to her mum crying. And then Nell and Sandra have to have a talk with the children and and without I, being nice to each I other. I love it. I, I love it. Because at the same time this is happening, Nicole and Alice come into the frame as well. And because they have this rule, Art goes to, to his mum and he's like, oh, Kitty's been such a bitch and now Sandra wants me to apologise. And the words that come out of Nell's mouth where she's like, oh, did you call Kitty a Yeah. I was like, that's priceless. I was like, I was not expecting and it. And the look on Art's face is like, he's like, could I? He was like, I could have got away with saying that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and Nell's like, nah, nah, nah. That word's off bounds. <laughs> Word is off bounds. <laughs> and now I have to edit that out. <laughs> yes. But um, I love Alice. Alice seems so sweet and innocent. So... What we've gathered is is that Nell, Sandra, Nicole, Nicole and Tony, Tony, yes, and James, yes, and even Simon, I think, was yeah. part of. So they were all friends at school, yep. and they've stuck. They were in the, this their little group, and they've you know carried it on through these years and keep catching up every year for Christmas, which I think is really cute. Um, so there's a bit of tension, especially with James's partner Sophie. Yes. It was played by Lily Rose Depp. So. And I will say that she is amazing in this movie. She is. And so I think that they 
their prejudice against her because of how young she is and that age gap between her and them because they're and in their 30s, 40s or whatever and she's in her early 20s Also, and she's American. And also Sandra is extra yeah. prejudiced towards her because she believes she took James from her. Even though she was married to Tony. Yeah. But we'll get into that because <laughs> it is a whole like funny segment yeah. that that happens. And then because it – like we – we still don't know at this point that it's the end of the world. No, and it, the comedy in this film, this is where we start to see it. Yeah. And it's all really funny because I know when Santa and Tony walk in, Kitty asks if they've got sticky date pudding. pudding. And Nell's like, yeah, 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 we've got that. And then looks at Sandra like, fuck, we forgot. Because you forgot to remind me. So because it's the end of the world, Tony and Simon go to like the local Tesco or petrol station and, and they steal in. it. They break in. Because when Tony comes back with it, he's like, oh, I feel like reinvented. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so rejuvenated. It, it was really funny because Tony is the type of guy where he is really like reserved, mm. you know? And so, yeah, and back with Alice. So Alice is Nicole's partner and she is kind of on the outside of the friends because she didn't grow up with them or hang out with them as long or whatever. So she feels like an outsider already. Plus she's recently sober. Yeah. So she's already struggling because she doesn't have her crutch, which would be difficult. I can imagine. Yeah. So she's just trying her best to make it through. So imagine all you introverts out there like us, (laughs) you're in a social setting, you know, no one. And you can't drink. And you can't drink. No little drink to just give Take that. Take the edge li- off. Yeah. And maybe start becoming a bit chatty. <laughs> She's like that throughout this most yeah. of this film. Yeah. So then we get to the dinner and Nell announces while everyone's dishing up, it is one potato for everyone mm. because she didn't have enough. And I love it when Art is setting up the table and I think he sees that Kitty's name's next to his. So he does like this little thing where she he moves her. Well, I also thought because, like, the twins were setting up the table and first Sandra moves the place cards. Mm. So I think she put herself next to James. So then when Art came, I thought he realised that that was the wrong place card. So I thought he moved Sandra back to oh, be next to Tony. put Sophie there, and maybe. Put, yeah. Because Sophie would have been next to Tony. Yeah. So I think Art, he was like... big brain plays. Yeah, he's a smart boy. He is. He's very mature for his age in this film. And I love it. And I love it because during the dinner we do find out. What's happening with the world. What is happening. We find out there's a poisonous gas that's been taking over the world. And when you inhale it, it like attacks your nervous system to the point where you start convulsing and you start spewing out blood. Yeah. And you basically hemorrhage. Yeah, basically. And... This is where we first hear the talks of the pill as well because Nell's saying a prayer before dinner. Everyone's saying a prayer and Nell's getting really, really emotional. And talking about like how much she loves her boys and how she much she loves all the friends. And I was like, like the first time we watched this, I was like, this is getting really emotional for a Christmas dinner. Like what is happening? Mm. <laughs> um, and of course, Kitty has to speak up about how it's just old people's time to go because she says the Queen had a speech. Well, or she asks if the Queen's kicked it already? No. So they were talking about it, what's sorry. happening and how people are coping with it. And someone mentioned that the Queen's probably hiding in the basement of her castle with all the dog food. 
because the queen, everyone knows that the queen loves her corgis and has a bunch of them. Mm. And yeah, Kitty being the selfish brat that she is says, well, you know, she's old. It's her time. And Sophie takes a lot of offense to that and is basically like, we need to educate our children. Like, that's not a nice thing to say. And everyone has a go at Sophie. James is trying to back her up. Mm. And it also starts an argument between Art and Kitty because Kitty was saying, oh, but, you know, it's the Russians want to kill us. They're the ones putting out this gas to kill us all. They hate us. And Art's like, no, you stupid bitch. Like, it's the earth just putting it all out because we've put so much shit into it that... She's trying to dig into her oh, bed. Sorry, that's what I'm looking what at. Doing. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, so we've put so much shit into the earth that it's fighting back and it wants to kill us yeah that was a whole argument in of itself (laughs) Mm. and then after the dinner is done the sandra and nell are explaining to the kids that they have to take this pill so they don't suffer yeah they're saying you know we because art is running with this theme of they want to like you just want to kill us Mm. and because he's very reluctant to take it yeah and behind his parents back he's learning even more about the poisonous gas yeah and he also realises, you know, well, what's going to happen to people who couldn't afford to buy this pill? This was the sad part. Like because the homeless people yeah, and illegal, illegal immigrants. Be- according to the government, they don't exist. Which technically on paper, a lot of them don't, which is really sad. Yeah. But it, it, it also became a thing of like your social class. So if you could afford to buy this or had the opportunity to buy these pills, then you could not suffer a painless, a painful death. What's even another sad moment is when the boys are outside in the greenhouse and they're sharing a, a joint together, I'd assume. Yeah. And James speaks up about how Sophie's pregnant and won't take the pill because she doesn't, she doesn't want to kill, kill the baby. baby. And everyone's like, oh, shit. But except Tony. Tony's like, he's so pissed off that Sophie would do such a thing. Well, because he he said that, you know, the group together or the adults, they made a pact. Like they're going to come together and they're going to take this pill together. And he is mad that Sophie wasn't on board, but then he also feels like he's getting attacked. And Simon, like Tony feels on Simon's behalf that they're getting attacked because like from Sophie's point of view that Mm. they're killing their children by giving them the pill, but Sophie's not killing her unborn child. Yeah. And James is like, it's not like that. And it's her choice at the end of the day, so I can't say no. Yeah. But talking about how we're saying, like, we love the comedy elements in this film, we also love the, like, they're still trying to have fun even though the impending doom is coming towards them. Yeah. They're playing charades, they're lighting fireworks, they're having dances in the house with loud music. The Michael Bublé song plays a couple of times so it'll get stuck in your (laughs) head. They're still trying to have fun. Yeah. Which is awesome. I think that's the best way to do it. Mm. Uh, now we get to the part where the talk is happening. Like all the adult, the kids are out in a different room. They're watching E.T. with Sophie. Which I also, again, love because when they were driving up at the start of the movie, Sophie says, like, you know, your friends hate me. They put me on the kids' table last year. And James is like, don't worry. Like, it's fine. They don't hate you. But yet again, she's lumped with the kids watching the movie. Yeah. While the adults have fun. And this is where Sandra speaks up and asks why James never wanted to fuck her. Because by this point, everyone is off their faces drunk. Yeah, especially Alice as well. She wants to play Scrabble. And and she got a bottle of wine from the fridge. Mm, So she's getting on it now too. 
she's the worst drunk. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, we're getting this talk and we're finding out James didn't want to and also Simon didn't want to, so she feels insulted. She's like, everyone wanted to fuck me. And like, Simon's like, I didn't want to. Mm. And throughout the whole, like, talk, we learned that Sandra actually, uh, she ended up fucking one of their teachers. Well, I wasn't sure. I think it if, was a if, teacher. No, but I, I don't know if it was consensual no and I, I get the feeling that it wasn't because of the way james was like after that happened i didn't really want to pursue you mm. so i was like i feel like it wasn't a consensual thing and she was abused so he didn't want to even do that with her in any form in case it triggered her or whatever and then Tony starts to speak up because he's getting shitty and he's gonna try and fight james but then this is when nicole steps in and she goes haven't you made any mistakes? He's like, no, never. And she's like, really? You sure? And we learned that Nicole and Tony had sex ages ago because Nicole wanted to know what it was like to be with a man. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was when they were in school. Probably. And she was like, yeah, not for me. (laughs) Yeah. And Tony was like, I don't know if I should be insulted or not. Yeah. And then Sandra's also mad. But I'm like, you have no right to be mad because you're trying to get with James Mm. right now. Yeah. This was years ago. Yeah. Like before they were even married. Yeah. It's just very hypocritical. <laughs> yeah, very hypocritical. And they all end up hugging it out. But Alice, of course, is left to the sidelines again. Yeah. And then we get the, like, now we know Art isn't going to take the pill. Or near the... His choice. His choice. Because Sophie catches him looking at the poisonous gas. But like before information. Information. But before they can even talk, Nell walks in and she's like thinking that Sophie's trying to talk Art out of it. So there's like now there's a, a lot of hostility between Sophie and the rest of the group. Yeah. Even more than before. Mm, and because they've all been having this good time, they finally get hit with that sudden realisation that they're going to die. Yeah. And th- this is the part that makes me cry from the start till the end of the movie is when Simon gathers the boys and goes, all right, we're going to call grandma. Oh, yeah. And so they're video calling her and it's actually Nell's parents or her mum's house that they're staying in. And she's like, thank you so much for letting us have the house. And her mum's like, no, that's fine. And all that. And then while they're talking and, you know, trying to keep it light for the kids, she just keeps like looking over to the side because you can, in the distance, you, you can, can hear, hear the rumble, rumbling of the storm, yeah. which the poisonous gas is travelling in, and we learn that it's where the grandma is right now, so she has to get off the phone. Yeah, so she just walks away, doesn't say goodbye to anyone, and walks off to the window, sees the cloud coming, and just takes the pill. And Nell is, she's left the bedroom where they were video calling and just gone into the bathroom and is just crying. She's like, I can't believe like she's on her own. Like it's my mum and I've left her on her own and I was just a mess. Mm. And Simon's like, it's all right. Like we've got to keep it together. Yeah. And at the same time, I hate it because you're getting the back and forth of her about to take the pill, but also art being like, I didn't get to say goodbye. Like get her back on the, get her back on the phone. Yeah. And and Simon's like, I'm sorry. Like I can't. I can't. She's gone. Yeah. It was rough. Mm, This whole movie's rough. Like this second half, it just hits hard. Yeah. And so Art then goes into James and Sophie's room and wants to talk to James because James is a doctor, is a cancer surgeon or 
whatever and he's trying to you know rationalize it in his head and be like well what if what if the scientist that says that this is going to happen like what if he was like the lazy scientist or the bad scientist and he was wrong and James is like art like they're not wrong yeah yeah I'm gonna go get your parents he's like I can't talk about this with you I'm gonna go get your parents and Sophie stops him from doing that and they have this conversation and Art still just doesn't want to listen. And so while James goes off to get Simon, Sophie admits to Art that she's not taking it because she's pregnant. Yeah. And so then Art's like, oh, well, I'm not going to take it either and I'm going to stay with you. Yeah, because he tells Simon and Nell and Nell goes into the room and Art turns around and says to her that he's going to be holding Sophie's hand when everyone dies so they can battle this together which makes Nell furious Mm, to the point where her and Simon go in the car outside with Art with Art and they're having the conversation and Art again is still not listening he's not being reasonable and the conversation goes on for a little bit to the point where Art goes I'm still not doing it and he gets out of the car and runs away into the forest Mm. One thing we forgot to mention is at the start of the film, Art lets go one of the chickens, Linda. Do you not remember this? Because when he's running up that road, mm. he he's, sees the yeah. chicken that he oh, no, it was let Simon go. Trying to get he him got away. them all out, but Art lets one go as oh, well. Okay. And he finds that chicken down the road. And when he looks up after we're hearing Simon's trying to run after him and race after him, he sees a car with like the hazards flashing. And we see what happens when you take this pill. So he sees a family, a young baby, a couple of young kids, the mum and dad, they're all dead from taking this pill and he gets scared, screams and the gas because there's the change in wind, it goes straight into his... And you can just see this like mini green tornado around him. Mm. But by the time Simon gets there, it's gone. Yeah. And And he just thinks Art's in shock from seeing dead bodies. Yeah. So he carries him back home and he's like... It's coming. It's now. Get in the house. Yeah, and Tony at this point, he's like, no, it's not coming until tomorrow. And they look at the clock and Sophie's like, it's 12.20 in the morning. It, it is tomorrow. Mm. And he is very reluctant to let go of Art, but James eventually gets him off and takes him to a uh, his bedroom, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And Simon is breaks down and tells everyone what's been happening. He's like, I, I saw them, like, I, everyone's dead. And Tony's like, well, yeah, the whole world's dead now. Yeah, and sadly we do see what the effects of this gas is because Sophie goes to check on Art to make sure he's okay and when she leaves he starts convulsing. Yeah. So it's attacking his nervous system. It was rough. I think he, because we hear, like, this bang. I'm not too sure if he fell off the bed or what happened. But Sophie tries to help. But she's told to fuck off, basically. Nell slams the door in her face. And then when Nell eventually comes out, she tells, no, that's my child. I'll take care of him. Like, I get that you're pregnant and whatever, but this is my child. Back off. Yeah. And I feel so bad for Sophie because all she wanted to do was help. Yeah. And this is when it's finally coming to that point where it's going to be over. So James gets into the room with Tony and Simon and he goes, it's time. Like, we have to do this now. James says his final goodbyes to Simon and Tony. And he'd also gone and grabbed some cans of Coke from the mm. um, kitchen to give to Yeah, to and give to the while kids. Nell is in their room, she's holding Art, believing Art's just passed out. 
Yeah. And Simon comes up, tells him it's time. And his two other kids, Hardy and Thomas, are like delaying the inevitable. They're like, oh, my Coke is warm. Like, no, I want a cold first, Coke. First, he was like, you promised we'd get one each. Oh, yeah. we. Yeah, that is right. So then Simon's like, God. So then he runs down, go grabs another one. But because he's frantic and mm. scared, he drops it. So then by the time he gives it to one of the boys, it. It explodes everywhere, so yeah. it doesn't fill up his glass. So they need to get him a new one. So then he goes and gets him a new one, but they're warm. Then he has to go downstairs again, grab some glasses, fill them with ice, go back up, fill them up again. And then as Nell goes to like wait, try to wake Art up, she realizes that he like from his eyes, ears, mouth, and nose, like it's just blood. Mm. So then. They panic thinking, oh, my God, it's already in the house. So they frantically... Quickly take their pills, make sure the boys take their pills. And hop into the bed. And hop into bed. And they are just... It, I can't even speak. <laughs> yeah, I can see you're about to start tearing up. Um, they all say their final I love yous to each other. Even rough. to Art. Yeah. And with the other people as well... Uh, Alice had passed out earlier in the night from her drinking. From her drinking, to the point where Nicole thought she had already taken the pill. So she sees there's two packets there still. Um, so she forces it down Alice's throat. But when Nicole takes the pill and falls onto the bed, Alice gets up and pukes it out. Yeah. And she's like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> so they go down into the kitchen, and because Alice hasn't got the pill in her system nicole's like doing a little dance with her they're dancing having a cute time and ends up stabbing alice and says you didn't take the pill you You vomited up you piss head (laughs) yeah and then she comes to the effects of the pill and alice dies next next to her yeah and then with sandra and tony i thought i'd turn my phone on silent my (laughs) bad um and then yeah with sandra and tony like the three of them are lying in bed like sandra tony and this this one was my saddest one i believe because they're you know saying that you know they love you and whatever and when they're laying there sandra's like kitty all all I want's a hug. Yeah, because this whole movie, she's not hugging her, especially when they're handing out gifts earlier in the film and she hugs her dad but won't hug Sandra because she's pissed that her education fund's on her feet yeah. and she's wearing it basically and she's like, well, you won't need it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, too soon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, after they take the pill, they get up and they're like, I didn't say goodbye to Nell. Tony jokingly says I didn't say goodbye to Simon when he did. But then Kitty... Then realizes that she forgot her mini me doll that she got for Christmas in the mm, and runs downstairs and the parents can't stop it because they can't feel their legs. They are they're dying. dying. So then by the time Kitty comes back, they're dead. Mm. So and then she's she calling. lays on top and and she's trying to call out to Tony, but she can't speak because the effects of her pill have started. Mm, and, and so she uses the doll's voice to say, like, Daddy, I love you so much. And I was just bawling my eyes out. And she also cuddles up to her mother as yeah. well and tells her that she loves her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my lordy. And then because with Sophie having the choice, when James goes back into the room and was like, all right, it's time. And he goes, I'm not going to take it. 
if you aren't going to take it, we're going to do this together. And then in the end, they decide that they are both going to take it. And it was like the like somehow the most romantic thing I've ever watched of them like putting the pills in each other's mouth and just like kissing. Mm. Sorry. Oh, baby. Yeah, it is a it's an emotional time here. Better watch her. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts to the next morning. Do you want me to talk because you're crying? It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. So it cuts to Christmas morning and it's, you know, a shot of all the families. Like you can tell that they're dead because all their like lips and like are all blue and purple and yeah, their so skin's a bit all bloated and gross. We see Nicole and Alice on the kitchen floor. We see James and Sophie ended up cuddling up to each other on the floor as well in their bedroom. We see Sandra, Tony and... Sandra, uh, Sandra, Kitty, uh, cuddling up to Sandra as well. And then we see the family, but we get a close-up of Art and you're wondering why are we getting a close-up of Art? Remembering all the talks that Art was like, maybe we can survive this. Maybe we can, like, this is possible. Um, People can survive from this. Opens his eyes and that's where the movie ends. Yeah. Is that a worse feeling that he's just woken up now and, Everyone's dead. His whole family's just dead. And most of the world. Yeah. So he's only got himself now. Yeah. Which I think made me cry even more. Mm. And that's where this movie ends. It's not a happy movie. No. It's not your typical happy Christmas. Even for horror, man, this is depressing. Yeah. You right? Yeah. (laughs) It just gets me. Yeah, this movie is really emotional. But, like, recommend. It is such a good movie. (laughs) It. I don't know. We had the question... We post to each other that, like, if that was to really happen, would you take the pill or would you just suffer with the gas? I think I'd suffer. Mm, I don't think I could take a pill that well, kills me instantly. If, if we want to be honest, I actually can't take tablets. Yeah, you can't. So you'd have to crush so- it up and, like, put it in jam or something. So Put it in Nutella. That's what I used to have to do with my bloody cold and flu tablets if I was really sick, just mm. smear it in my Nutella toast. So you'd have no choice. I'd have no choice. But then I also couldn't sleep mm. after watching it. And then I was like, what about pets? Oh, they're just... But like you could... Do they give you a, a pet form or like do they just have to then suffer? And then I was not very happy. Well, I think they just have to suffer... Because thinking of how they were letting the chickens go. Like yeah. they were just trying to get them out of the coop and go. Yeah. But so I think they were just like, was... that was it for them. But learning that they just come back alive. <laughs> did they really suffer? Well, or they, they did suffered for a from, little bit. Yeah. Had a quick little nappy nap and they were good to go after that. <laughs> good for many different reasons. And maybe this movie could just like send you over the edge into a spiral. Mm. I just realised I closed my laptop and we're still recording. Oh, you dumb bitch. No, it 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 was still recording because my laptop does that thing where it doesn't really shut off. It's oh. still on. So <laughs> we're lucky. That Thank was lucky ass. Oh, my God. There, <laughs> yeah, that's to make you laugh after talking about all this depressing shit. Thanks. Um, Well, that is it for the podcast for 2023. Been a fucking awesome year. So thank you. It's crazy. We hit two of our follower goals for the year. We put follower goals up at the start and we'll do it again next year. Um, I think the craziest one has to be YouTube. Yeah. 
That had to be our craziest one. Well, I mean, especially when, like, when we wrote the goals at the start of the year, we're like, we're probably not even going to reach it, to be honest. Uh, we were like, this is a semi-realistic goal of 75. Mm, mm. At the time, we had, what, like 30? Yeah. To then now have 110. 10. Yeah. Like what? Thank you, Wolf Creek 2 video. <laughs> <laughs> Back we, to we, the roots. We only have one video according to YouTube and that's the one. I'll take it. Uh, well, I'll take it too. <laughs> and then also with TikTok. Oh, that blew up out of nowhere. I mean, when we wrote those goals, again, we only had maybe a couple of hundred. Mm. And our goal was 500 and we're at over 800 now. Crazy. It's been a good year. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're changing it up next year. But we'll post an extra little episode for those people. Yeah, we will update you uh, at the start of next year. Yeah. We'll update you. We'll and have a quick little year plan for mm, you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Go from there. But is this the end for Better Watch Horror for this year? No, it's not. We still have one more video coming your way for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We have been doing this all year and I don't know if we'll ever do it again because it has been so <laughs> rough, but we will be giving you our top 2023 horror films. Meaning we, are, we watched as many as we possibly could. Oh, yeah. There have been a lot of nine to ten movie weekends, but not even weekend days. Days. We have tried our hardest. We have missed a lot, but we tried by, our hardest. <laughs> by the end, I think we got to seventy-seven. It depends. Depend. Depending, the goal is seventy-seven. We yeah. have our list of the movies we really want to watch, and if we're going to ch- get through them. Is a different question. Oh, hundred percent. It's a different question <laughs> if we're going to get through them. But we will try our hardest to get through them. It might be our longest video ever. Oh, hundred percent. It's going to be the longest video. But, um, yeah, we're excited. I never watch more than 20 Maybe, movies yeah. a year. So to be at the start of the year and be like, yeah, you know. Let's what? watch every movie we can that comes out this year. And it's going to be so easy. So easy. Neck minute. Oh, it was difficult as. Oh, yeah. Working full-time jobs, as I keep saying. Yeah. Plus all of the extra things on mm, the side taking for social care lives. Of this little one down here. Who's now finally asleep as we are finishing. Yeah, she stopped digging in her bed. <laughs> She's out like a lot. Yeah, so one more video for the year and then we are going to have a little break. But the podcast is taking its break. For like a month? Not even a month. No, it'd be like two or three weeks. But again, we're going to give you an update before then anyway. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give you a little update on here and on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Two separate ones. Yeah. But it's all going to collide in the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening this year. Yeah. You've been a pleasure. And happy holidays, everyone, for anyone who celebrates anything. Yeah, happy holidays. We hope you have a good time. Safe. Yeah, have a safe holidays. <laughs> Stay safe out there. God, we are so awkward when we come to end these podcasts will we ever fix that probably Probably not not. (laughs) anyway you can follow us on instagram at better watch horror pod tiktok bwh pod twitter twitter 
which we might get rid of. Yeah, we don't use it. No. And so. I don't understand it. Ah, right, don't So, I mean, don't even bother. Right. Um, YouTube, better watch horror. Mm. And okay. we will plug the Patreon because exciting things coming in the new year. Mm-hmm. Something we are really excited for, and I'll give you a little teaser. Something we used to do when we started YouTube is coming mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a Patreon exclusive because I cannot deal with the fucking copyright on YouTube anymore. Amen, sister. It's bullshit. We get copyrighted for this podcast, even though we do the right thing on YouTube. Well, but you just can't win. You can't win. Sometimes you win, sometimes <laughs> you lose, and we always lose posting <laughs> audio tracks. Oh well. Uh so yeah, Patreon is better watch horror pod. Uh, better watch horror. Sorry, no <laughs> podcast in that. And if you want us to review any movies, or any true notes. crime stories, yeah, give us notes. Tell us how good we are. Tell us how shit we are. We don't care. <laughs> uh, that is betterwatchhorrorpod at gmail.com. Done. Done. And we will see you or we will speak to you. 2024, baby. Mm, the year went too quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it went way too quick. But, yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling <laughs> and let you continue on with your day. But I will end it with this, the usual sign-off I do oh, now. No. Don't laugh at me. I can't help it. You could have been listening to any other horror content creator out there, but you chose to listen to us as you're making fun of me, <laughs> you bitch. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for the amazing 2023. And we will see you in 2024.